It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. Now, here's our teacher, Ruth Christian. Good afternoon, ladies. We are back at it again. Here we are around the table. And um, let's just think for a minute. We've spent two lessons considering the command to not love the world. Because if we love the world, the love of the Father's not in us. And, of course, Satan's the ruler of this world, the world system. And the lust of the flesh, eyes, and pride are the believer's enemies, all these things, and will hinder our relationship with God. Now, the verses that we have for today, John deals with an attack on our relationship with God, and that's false religion. So let's read first. Uh, We're in chapter 2, and we'll read first verses 18 and 19. Little children, it's the last hour. And as you've heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it's the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that they might not be made manifest. And that word manifest, I, I told you before, is a favorite of John's. And, of course, it means to reveal openly. So they, um, you could say they might be made, may be revealed openly that none of them were of us. All right, so John lived in the constant expectancy of Jesus' return. We see that here uh, regarding when he says the last hour. So, and this is an expectancy that should all that we should have, knowing that the Lord's return can come at any time. And we'll talk about it a little bit more later, but it is a purifying hope when we live with that expectancy. Seeing the nature of our times and what the Bible says about end times, I would say this, I would regard ourselves as being in the last few minutes. <laughs> But we are in the last times. Uh, When he says Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. Well, first of all, what does Antichrist mean? How do we translate that? What does the anti mean? That prefix can mean the opposite of or instead of. Well, now the Antichrist is more of an instead of Jesus. He will look wonderful, charming, be successful. He'll be an ultimate winner and appear as an angel of light. But then John talks about the many antichrists. Now, this can be translated both ways. The antichrists have been with us forever, and sometimes they're the opposite of Jesus, and sometimes they're the instead of Jesus, where they actually proclaim even that they are the Lord. So, There's a distinction, of course, between the Antichrist and many Antichrists. The Antichrist is a person. Revelation 13, 16, 19, Daniel, other verses in the New Testament, other verses in the Old Testament. He's a world leader who will come on the scene. Now, for our study, we're not going to study the Antichrist. But we do want to have an understanding of the little ones, (laughs) The small a, the antichrists that have always been. First John three or four three tells us that there is such a thing as the spirit of antichrist. 
The verse says, and this is the spirit of the Antichrist, with a capital A, which you have heard was coming and now already is in the world. The spirit of Antichrist has pervaded human history. The spirit of Antichrist is, has also, is also here with us now. But in the context um, that we have here, it, it's referencing teachers, false teachers. And what John was refuting, in, in his case, it was teachers that were denying Jesus' deity, making him out to be less than he declared himself to be when he claimed to be God himself in John 10, verse 30. When John writes, he went out from us, this shows that many of these antichrists at one time or another have identified themselves with the body of believers. The fact that they left the body of Christ demonstrated that, that, they, that they were not of us to begin with. These false teachers who say they have this higher knowledge, that's what the Gnostics were saying, or some new revelation concerning God that conflicts with what the Bible says about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they begin to gather around themselves those who have been deceived. They start a new movement, perhaps a new church, and here's the danger. They still call it Christian. Now, God isn't talking about or not God, but John John isn't talking about someone who leaves a church, let's have this understanding, to begin attending another good church, obviously. He's talking about those who leave the community of God's people altogether. This reveals that they were never really part of God's people to begin with. And when he says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things... As he continues on, he's talking about, first of all, we need to have an understanding of no here. If you remember back a ways, no in one of the verses meant to uh, have an experiential knowledge. How do you know that you know God, that experiential knowledge? Well, here now the word is E-I-D-O in the Greek. It's edo, and it means to know intuitively. So... John is saying, because you have an anointing from God, there are certain things you know intuitively, not because you have mentally figured them out or because you have a higher knowledge. Here John refers to a common anointing belonging to all believers. I want to repeat that. It's a common anointing belonging to all believers. This is an anointing that makes discernment possible for those who who seek it in the Lord. That's why he says, and you know all things. We can know these antichrists are antichrists. We'll talk more about the anointing in our next lesson. And then he moves on. Verse 21, it says, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth. And see, this is how we knew that he's writing to people who know the truth. But because you know it, and obviously no lie is of the truth. So when you hear something that doesn't line up with the truth, you know it's a lie. What were they hearing? Well, verse 22, John says, Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son 
has the Father also. So when he says, who denies the Son does not have the Father also, this is important. And this is so often, I mean, this is what happens with most cults. Um, To deny the Father and the Son means to make a differentiation, if you will, in their elevation. All cults have their roots in the Gnostic heresy because all of them diminish the Son. John here repeats an idea that Jesus expressed often. As recorded in the Gospel of John, Jesus said, He who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. And that's John 12, verses 44 and 45. Then he says, He who receives me receives him who sent me. John thirteen twenty. And then he says, He who hates me my fa- uh, hates my father also. John fifteen twenty three. In other words, the famous words that many of us know, Jesus said, if you've seen me, what? You've seen the Father. There are so many ways that this can play out, so many ways that we'll face, we'll come face to face really with those who have the spirit of Antichrist. For example, I'm sure you've, you've heard this said, and perhaps you've even thought it yourself or said it yourself. At one time, we all worship the same God. <laughs> you have one name for him, I have another, but that doesn't matter. We're all just talking about different roads to the same God because we all have the same God. Really? Uh, here's the question that you need to ask to some, uh, ask someone who says that. Was your God perfectly revealed in Christ Jesus? If their God was, well, then they have the same God. But if their God wasn't perfectly revealed in Jesus, then they do not have the same God as the Bible. There are many people who seem rather spiritual or religious, yet reject Jesus Christ. While their religion or their spirituality may do them much good in this life, giving them a basis for morality and good behavior, you know, they're those good people, It does nothing before God because in rejecting Jesus, they reject God. I think it's really sad. The sobering truth is that many of those who offer a false or opposing Jesus came from the true body of Christians. They were once in in, in our fellowships. They went out from us, however, because they really weren't of us. I hope this is preaching to the choir, and that most of you hearing this know the truth. Stand fast on biblical teaching concerning Jesus. Do not be deceived. Jesus is God. Until next time, my friends, stay close to Jesus and keep looking up.